0: Drops of Jupiter by Singing Cookie. Chapter 1. Rewarded Efforts Class is, for the most part, extremely boring. Ochako supposes that goes without saying on most days, but it's been painfully accurate today in particular. It's the day after their final sports festival, their first day back to being trapped within the school's confines since before the event had started back on Monday. And it seems as though the teachers are making it a point to bring everything to a grueling standstill. Ectoplasm was droning more than usual in their mathematics lesson, midnight wasn't during her usual pace throughout their quiz, and even English with present Mike was subdued. A verse for sure. She taps her pen on her desk while leaning her chin into the palm of her other hand. Ochako can't remember if this had happened after last year's sports festival, too. Her gaze is blank as she stares at the blackboard, waiting for their homeroom teacher to enter and bring the dragging day to its close. She remembers this exact day being exciting during first year but that was back when they all had to make up codenames for their externships, not to mention deciding on where to go for those, too. Back in first year, everything was so new and exciting. Now, it's familiar. The same things. Day in and day out. Even the Heroics class had lost its glamour. Identical battle trials repeating every month or so with different teams. Year three, in all honesty, feels too much like the previous two years. They're already halfway through the first trimester. Even still, it's so humdrum she can hardly believe they're supposed to be graduating at the end of the school year. And she's positive she isn't the only one in the class, wondering why things are growing so stale. Those musings are thrown out of mind, however, as the door slides open to reveal a familiar spacesuit mismatched by the pair of yellow sneakers clad on their feet.
1: Hello everyone,
0: take your seats. They say, voice distorted through the speaker of their costume. Ochako's cheek presses further into her palm as she twists her head towards the other side of the classroom. The few stragglers left standing wandered back to their assigned desks. I'm sure they're all eager to head back to the dorms after coming back to normal schoolwork. There's a quiet thrum that weaves its way through the classroom. No one even has it in them to give a verbal reply. But before you head out for the day, I have to give you these. Ochako cans her head back towards the front of the room to see 13 has a large stack of papers in their grasp. Their other hand reaches down to grab a remote on the surface of the desk as they take a step to the side.
1: As you all know, the Sports Festival is your opportunity to show off to the hero agencies for the Pro Hero Draft. So here, I have Edwin's options, as well as the total amount of offers everyone received for their internships this year.
0: With a click of the remote, everyone's names appear on the blackboard, followed shortly thereafter by a bar and the total number of offers received. Back in first year, less than half of the class had gotten any interest at all. It seemed to increase more as the years went on, last year's being a bit more spread out, and the trend has seemed to continue into this one. Everyone's name is on the board. No longer is someone left off with no significant offers to speak of. Ochakar lifts her head off her hand, unable to keep a smile from engulfing her face as she finds the kanji for her own name. It's so close to the top with over 600 offers! She was blessed enough to have tied for third place with Class B's Hananuki this year. The second qualifying event had been based around search and rescue missions, a fact which made the roster for the final 16 people fairly unique. It wound up showcasing some of the students who had perhaps been swept under the rug in previous years due to possessing more non-combative quirks. Undoubtedly that, along with the previous festivals in mind, had been a contributing factor to such a large spread of draft picks. The space hero circles around to the front of the desk as they thumb at the papers at the top of their pile. Normally, we would give these out in the beginning of class, but there were more offers than we were expecting. Their fingers slide down and pick up the first packet along the top. The papers flop about lazily as they wave their hand.
1: I am going to call you up one by one to receive your offers. Make sure to go over your options carefully. The goal is to pick an internship that will last the rest of the school year. And if you're lucky, a job offer after graduation. So you have until the beginning of next week to fill out your top three choices.
0: Now, Ayama Yuga. As the resident Frenchman stands to take his thin packet, the class breaks into their more standard, raucous discussions. Somehow, the entire mood of the day has shifted in the span of a couple minutes. Ochako drops her pen on her desk and tries to refrain from bouncing too much in her seat as she waits for the rest of her row to take their sheets from 13. Isn't this exciting, gita it's as though all of her worries about the monotony that third year may bring had been wiped away in just a few seconds. We're getting so close to the real thing! And look at all those offers! Of course! He doesn't turn back to her, but she can see the way he raises a hand up as he replies, and, upon closer inspection, Hita might be trying to keep from fidgeting just as much as she is.
2: With you doing so well in the festival, it's only natural.
0: She pulls herself onto her feet, stretching across her desk to reach out and shove him in the back of his shoulder. Her midsection rests against the surface while pressing the heel of her hand against his back. Stop! She insists, holding the word out longer than wholly necessary as she shakes her head. Ochaka flops back into her seat as she claps her hand to her cheeks, her pinkies raised away. She continues to shake her head fervently, her hair flying every which way. I was talking about everybody! Eda's head twists back to glance to her without turning fully in his seat.
2: That's right!
0: She doesn't have to see his lips pulling into a smile. His own joy is strong enough shining through those red eyes alone.
2: Everyone's grown so much. And with it being our last year, every agency's eager to try to snatch us up before someone else can.
0: He looks back ahead, and Ochako's certain he's taking in his own spot on the board.
2: I only hope I can live up to the expectations my offers have for me.
0: Of course you will. You're awesome, Ida-kun. In the middle of her encouragement, Thirteen calls out his name. He shoots to his feet, raising his right arm straight into the air for but a moment before lowering it again, and then he begins his quick pace to the front of the room. Her smile remains even as Ichako's head tilts, her line of sight drifting over the rest of the class. Kaminari is leaning over in his seat, which looks seconds from tipping over, as his arms stretch out to try and pluck Mina's packet out of her hands. The pink-skinned girl tilts away, her sheet in her far hand, while the other smacks lazily at the boys' grabby ones.
3: Ashido, I just want to look.
0: Buzz off! It's mine! Why don't you just sit and wait for yours? Ochako doesn't listen any further as the other gives his reply, instead passing her brown eyes over the others in the class. Nearly everyone's discussing prospects with their direct neighbors, which isn't exactly surprising. But then she catches sight of one of her best friends on the other side of the classroom. He has his backpack set on top of his desk, arms resting atop it as he stares forward. She can see Dekka's mouth moving in what is undoubtedly a stream of mumbled thoughts. They could be about anything, comparing his total to the others, maybe reading off Ida's number, or even just typing himself in the wait for his own packet. Raka Ochako. She barely manages to catch the sound of her own name, but upon the realization, Ochako stands up as she calls out an answer in return. When they pass one another on her way over, she and Ida both raise a hand to wiggle their fingers together as a giggle bubbles from her throat. She has a certain bounce in her step all the way up to the front before hopping to a stop just in front of her childhood hero. You have quite the list to look through here, Orakasan. san Make sure to think it through carefully. She gives a happy hum in reply as her list is placed in her grasp. She thanks her homeroom teacher and insists that she'll be incredibly meticulous. Those aren't just words. She has to be if she only wants good things for her parents. Ochaku does an about-face before going to make her way back to her desk as Ojiro is called up next. Her right thumb finds the bottom corner of the stack in order to get a rough estimate, so it has at least seven pages, too. The thought is cut off, though, when she hears a call of her name, and when she looks up, Deku's giving her a thumbs up with his lips pressing together in a crooked line. She beams back while holding the packet in front of her chest and wagging it from side to side. His mouth opens before he ducks away and throws a hand over it to keep from laughing at her antics. Once she sits back down, Ochako looks over the various names listed, paying no mind as the rest of her classmates are called up one by one. She recognizes most of the agencies listed, but her eyes linger more on offers that she recognizes as repeated offers to her from the last few years. She's barely through the first page when the bell chimes to signal the end of the day. 13 asks for those who've yet to be called to come up so they can hand any remaining packets over while the others get started on cleaning up for the day. Thankfully, cleaning the classroom before heading out doesn't tend to take very long. Something that is especially true today, what with everyone being so excited to search through their potential agencies. Still, in less than half an hour, she, Ida, Suyu, Deku, and Todoroki are making their way off campus to a nearby restaurant. With herself and Suyu having placed in third and second place, respectively, Todoroki offered to buy them dinner as a congratulations. Ochako only had the heart to insist that such a thing wasn't necessary, one time, for two reasons. The first being that she knows Todoroki is too stubborn once he has his mind set to something. While the second reason is, well, she really likes the idea of free food. With that said, the festival winds up being a hot topic of discussion during their walk.
2: I'm thankful that they take into account our performances for all three festivals.
0: Ida remarks as he readjusts the strap of his messenger bag.
2: It would have been rather unfortunate if my count had fallen from last year, considering how little I managed to participate
1: this year. You shouldn't be too bad at yourself over that, kiddo.
0: Suyu leans forward to peer past Ochako and look over the overly earnest young man. He makes to say something else, probably something about how it's still a dishonor just because of who Ida is as a person. But Suyu speaks again, raising a finger as she wonders,
1: Who else made it through the second event from our group again?
0: Ochako can tell from his quick glance to the side that he remembers, but Deku, ever the keen observer, answers before the other can even sigh.
3: Aside from you, it was Shoji-kun, Kendo-san, and Kodai-san.
0: Upon saying so, he gives a nod while his hands clasp his backpack straps a bit tighter, looking to their taller friend.
3: All of their quirks were suited much better for that event, since it was based off of search and rescue. Like how Kodai-san used her quirk to shrink the balls and debris around the arena so she could carry more back at once shoji sharp senses from his quirk were probably more helpful, not to mention- What well, Midoriya's saying-
0: Todoroki says, craning his neck over to see the rambling teenager's head.
1: Is that only four of you could make it, and their quirks just happen to give them advantage.
0: Yeah, it's nothing to be ashamed of, Ida-kun. Ochako agrees. She balls her hands into fists, nudging him with one of them to catch his attention. Once he looks back to her, she shakes her fists in front of her as though to emphasize the words. And besides, it had been super close anyway. If it had been top five scores, you would have made it. Easy. Ida lifts his hand to cradle his chin, giving a small sigh as he agrees that they may all have a point. He only holds that position for a few seconds before he throws his arms out in a shrug. Herself and Deku, on either side of him, both lean away to keep from being nudged accidentally in his over-the-top gesture.
2: But what am I saying? I should be focusing on how well the rest of you did. Midoriya and I both only made it one round farther than you. Still...
0: He begins to explain how the respective fights in the team rounds were spectacular, whether they had advanced or not. She catches Deku's gaze on his other side, and they share amused grins while Ida says,
2: Especially you, Todoroki-kun. Having so much patience being paired with Mineta-kun. And the two of you certainly gave him kun and Sonotori-kun
3: a run for their money, even if you didn't advance. It's no wonder that you two wound up in the semifinals, though.
0: Ochako blinks when she watches those green eyes slide back and forth between her and Suyu.
3: Asu, er, Suyu-chan, you and Tokiyami kun are such a natural team.
0: The other two boys nod and give their agreements, but Ochako laughs as she says, Any team with Suyu-chan on it is natural. She turns her head towards the other girl, hands reaching over to grab one of her larger ones. You're so good at working with others. Her friend only gives a quiet croak in reply, raising her shoulders as she ducks her head down. But Ochako can see her smile and the way her cheeks rise up on her face as they tinge with the slightest bit of color. She's distracted from the sight, though, when Deku speaks again.
3: And don't get me started on your doubles, match Raka-san!
0: Mm Eh! She looks back to see the other three have varying smiles on their faces. The proud grin of a fond older brother, a rare closed-lipped smile, and the last one is overcome with an unbridled glee. She stumbles for words as her vision passes over each of them.
3: Your match with Kachan and Serokun!
0: He elaborates. He seems to assume that she doesn't know what he's referring to in her silence.
3: They're pretty great together, so the match was pretty close. But the way you and Kendo-san worked together was amazing. Blending your different styles of martial arts, her keeping Sarokun occupied because she could fend off his tape easier than you, and your rush attack on Kachan at the end? It was definitely one of the most exciting matches of the festival. It's no wonder you got so many offers.
0: She can feel the color blooming along her face from his high praise, and it's like her words are lodged in her throat, unable to let out more than a few incoherent sounds in reply. Deku's face goes from smiling and vibrant to something muted, a tiny frown pulling at his lips while his eyebrows rise upward in concern. Thankfully, Suyu seems to have recovered from her own embarrassed spell, pointing out that they've nearly arrived. Ochako's relieved to have some form of distraction and forces her gaze ahead to the understated building. There's a tarp hanging over the entrance, giving it its name, but other than that, the most notable aspects of it are the assortment of potted plants following the perimeter of the wall.
1: Do we want to sit at a western table, or one of the low woods?
0: Let's... Ochako starts, managing to regain her ability to speak with the new topic. Let's do a low table. She reaches up to touch one of her cheeks with her first two fingers as she glances to the teenager at the far end of their line. He's looking determinedly forward, so she can only see the lighter side of his features. I'm sure todoroki would prefer the tatami, right? Originally, Todoroki insisted on a much more expensive, upscale place to treat them at. And while Suyu and Ochako semi-reluctantly agreed to being treated on their excellent work, they couldn't abide him spending an absurd sum over them. So they managed to coerce him to this much more casual place. He hadn't exactly been happy about it, so she figured that it was only fair to make him as comfortable as possible with the arrangement. With that said, she could swear as she takes Todoroki in now that there's a twitch to his normally impassive expression. Almost as though he's fighting to keep himself from showing any emotion before he says,
1: Thank you, Verarica.
0: She closes her eyes briefly in a smile as she says that it's no problem in return. They make their way inside and are shown by one of the waitstaff to one of the low tables. Each of them begins to shuffle off their shoes before making their way to a cushion on the tatami mats.
2: Going back a bit.
0: Ochaku glances over to Ida as he speaks again after a short pause.
2: Have you all started to consider where you're planning to go yet?
3: Hidakun.
0: Deku starts with the faintest chuckle as he sets his shoes down beside the other pairs.
3: We only just got our papers.
0: He takes the pillow just beside the already settled Todoroki, but is looking across the table to Ida. He gives a shake of the head, a hint of amusement still laced in his words when he speaks again.
3: There's no way we could have read through all our options already. Uh, no. I suppose you wouldn't have.
0: Suya looks over to Ida as well as she wonders aloud if that means he has already made his choice. Of course! So, does that mean you're going back to Manuel again? He shakes his head while opening his menu with one hand and holding up an open palm with the other.
2: Working with Manuel the last two years has been very informative, and I'm, naturally, very grateful for being given his expertise.
0: Ochako begins to peruse over her own menu, musing to herself that there's sure to be a but following the statement. However... Well, close enough anyways.
2: My plan was always to uphold the Ida family name, so I plan to go to Tensei's agency and work my way up through this internship.
0: Amazing. That's just like you, Ida-kun.
2: Perhaps assuming you also had a plan in mind was a mistake on my part.
0: Before Ida can say more on the matter, one of the wait staff approached their table to take their orders. Todoroki and Deku know exactly what they want, while the rest of them need to deliberate before coming to their own decisions as well. Admittedly, Ochako sticks to the cheaper side of the options, in spite of the stare Todoroki throws her way. It's as though he thinks the intensity might make her order something more high-end, but he's very mistaken.
1: All
3: right.
0: The waiter says once Suyu's given her order.
3: I should be back with the food shortly. Wait.
0: Ochako hunches her back and leans a bit further over the table as she hisses, Todoroki-kun!
3: I'd also like to get some appetizers as well.
0: He continues speaking as though he doesn't hear anything at all. Though his gaze, still thoroughly trained on her, is a clear sign that he does. She puffs out her cheeks as the staff wonder what kind.
3: Edamame, yakitori, and harumaki.
0: Each word is like a knife to the chest. It's gonna cost him so much money but her stomach growls at her to keep quiet because it also sounds so delicious. Even if she wants to oppose her stomach and chew him out for such a cheap shot, Todoroki abruptly restarts the previous conversation before she can take the chance.
3: Anyway, I think we all have some kind of idea in mind. But we're not as set as you are, since we haven't looked over all our options yet. You guys already have ideas in mind?
0: Deku looks around the table, and Ochako is unsurprised to find all of their friends nodding in agreement along with her. He hums, his eyes flicking upwards as he notes that he has no idea how to begin narrowing down his own options.
3: Since starting at UA, I've pretty much been told what to do for this kind of stuff. But now...
0: He seems to gain a far-off look in his eye, as though he might be somewhere else entirely.
3: I guess since this is gonna lead into hero work after school and making a name for myself, it wouldn't really be right of me to ask for their help.
0: His eyes close as he gives them a forced smile.
3: Guess I'll need to figure out where to start.
0: All the way back during first year, Ochako had admired his drive and determination to be a hero. Every time Deku spoke about his motivations or leapt to action in a crisis, it never failed to make her chest swell. But over the course of their time in school together, it's grown easier to spot the hang-ups he's had over it as well. And if there's been one thing she's noticed is especially prevalent among those, it's his tendency to make decisions based on what other people think is best. She can't pretend to understand why it's an issue but it certainly makes sense why he's having trouble figuring out where to start now. Well... She starts, tilting her head to one side before giving a thoughtful hum. It wouldn't be right of her to throw ideas in his direction, even if she wanted to do so to help him, since it really should be more of his own decision anyway.
1: Maybe it's a good idea to think about what exactly
0: it is you want to get out of the internship.
3: I want...
0: Deku takes a long pause, his face scrunching up in thought before his shoulders rise, leaning back from the table as he finishes.
3: An internship?
0: Todoroki's dry reply comes before anyone else even has the chance.
3: Well, you're getting one of those regardless.
0: Deku laughs in response, reaching up to brush his hand through his green hair and supposes that's true.
1: That's not a proper answer, Midoriya said.
0: Ida, on Ochaku's other side, agrees with the statement and says that this is not the moment for jokes.
3: Ah, sorry. Then I guess I'm not sure I understand the question.
0: Ochaku finds herself giving a small laugh as well. At least his silly answer makes more sense. But how to rephrase what she's asking? I guess, what sort of benefits are you hoping to get out of it? An internship leading into a job opportunity is an obvious answer, and she says as much while giving a roll of her eyes. But also, like, is there something about yourself, maybe, that you hope the internship can help you with? Um, like, a habit you want to break out of. Or maybe getting to practice with things you're not as good with. Deku's mouth falls open, giving a noise of understanding as he drops one fist down into his open palm.
3: Like how you went to Gunhead in first year, to work on getting stronger!
0: Yeah, exactly! She exclaims, lifting her hands to point her index fingers his way. The digits bounce up and down as she repeats how her fight with Bakugo during their very first sports festival made her realize just how much she lacked in that department. So it was something I chose to help me grow and improve on that problem.
2: In which case...
0: Ochako turns her head to look at Ida beside her. He has a hand under his chin, his expression thoughtful.
2: The best question to help you whittle down your options is what is it that you feel you need to improve on as a hero? And then, once you have that question, it's a matter of which agency and pro-hero you feel can help you the
3: most with that very task. Hmm, that's definitely a good question.
0: He assumes a similar position to their bespectacled companion, except it's in a more, well, Deku sort of way. Not framing his face with his hand, but rather pinching his bottom lip between his forefinger and thumb as he tries to puzzle out the answer under his breath.
1: There he goes
0: again, kiddo, Suyu says from her spot at the end of the table. Not seconds after she says so, the waiter returns with the assortment of appetizers. And Ochaku is slightly ashamed to admit that her mouth is nearly watering just looking at them. They give him a proper thanks before Suyu looks to Deku once again.
1: Don't think too hard about it, midoriya Chad. We have a whole four days to make a decision. Yeah.
0: Todoroki preps one of the miniature dishes and sets it in front of the mumbling teen before going to make one for himself.
1: I didn't order all this extra food for you to mutter all over it.